Welcome to Marketing with Confidence. I'm your host, Marianne Amies. We're going to be talking all things digital and online marketing for business owners and marketing professionals. If you've been feeling overwhelmed by your digital marketing, be sure to listen along and you'll hear tips, interviews and more that will give you the confidence to create marketing you love. Welcome back to another episode of Marketing with Confidence. I'm so excited to be joined today by Jackie Maloney, and we're going to be talking about showing up on camera with confidence. Thanks so much for joining me today, Jackie. Thank you so much for having me. Pleasure. Look, to kick off, I'd love you to introduce yourself and tell us how you became passionate about public speaking and and becoming a media coach. Yeah. So, I think for most of us, uh, COVID was definitely that catalyst to sometimes either make or break some businesses. And for me, Mm. it was definitely the start of becoming a coach in media and public speaking. So prior to that, I had sort of built a career around acting and voiceover and was almost, almost at a point where I could have called it full-time work. Wow. Um, And for an actor, that is that's a privilege to be able to say that. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's definitely a, it's a career that everyone wants to be able to work full time in because we just love what we do. Yeah. But when COVID happened, all work just dissipated. We all yeah. scrambled to get, you know, our voiceover kits at home now. That was the only way we could work. All sets were shut down. And it was just really that defining moment for me as an adult as well mm. when you go into lockdown and what was the thing that we all did? We binge-watched Tiger King. We binge-watched every show on Netflix, <laughs> movies, this. We were listening to music. We were reading books. We were listening yeah. to podcasts. We were surrounded by artists and yet artists were the ones that were now considered non-essential. Mm. So, yeah, it was a very much of a turning point for me, but I remember early, early days with a business coach and she, and I said, I've got to go back to uni. I've got to study teaching or psychology or something like I don't have a degree behind me. And she said, Jackie, everyone's just being thrust onto Zoom and no one knows what they're doing. Yeah, You have a skill that no one else has and we need you. And yes, sure. It was great to sort of hear something so affirming for this career that you built that yeah. could could potentially parlay into, you know, proper work and coaching and being in the corporate space. So, yeah, that was really the start of where my journey to doing this sort of coaching began. Beautiful. So um, amazing to turn a, you know, a positive out of a negative as well and 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 have that insight. And, and it's so true. I mean, we, I, I barely used Zoom. I think I was a real Zoom resistor pre-COVID and I barely used it. And then you had to be thrust into everything, you know, not just not just client, but team. You know, I was sort of having daily Zooms with my team to keep them motivated. And you just, you were all in on it. And you're right. If you're, you know, somebody that lacked confidence or or just found it intimidating, that'd be the perfect, perfect opportunity to to have someone like you step in. Thanks. <laughs> Well, look, a little bit more about you. What is, and and I I loved when I sent you these questions, you said, how can you limit me to one book? But what is your one? Or you can tell us multiple favorite business books. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Well, I have whittled it down to one just for the (laughs) sake of the question. So um, one of my favorite business books is called The One Minute Millionaire. Mm. And I read this a couple of years ago now. And I'm always so skeptical about anything that has million or anything like that um, because 
for me personally, it's not a driver for why I'm in business. I don't want to be a millionaire. I don't want to have a team. I don't want to have all of these sorts of things. That's just for me personally. So I don't know, maybe that's just something that I need to work on myself. But when I saw that, I was just like, oh, okay, no worries. I'll give it a read anyway, because someone had recommended it so highly. What I loved about this book was about how we really need to go to our networks, our circles, our Mm. community to build. Yeah. That was the biggest takeaway for me because I had had that in acting, but I didn't have that in business. Yeah. And I felt I had all of these great ideas and I just wanted to kind of brainstorm with someone. And it was beautiful about this book. And I won't go into too much of the story, but this woman was faced with make or break in her life. And it was her ex-husband taking her kids off of her. Oh, wow. And she needed to create or make all of this money to prove that she was able to take care of them. And she was a waitress. And I resonate with that, having worked in hospitality pretty much my whole life, being an actor as well. And she just went about it. And instead of going insular and going, I'm never going to do it, I'm going to lose my kids forever. She found this beautiful woman who happened to be presenting in a private dining room of her restaurant. And she's almost took her under her wing. And she's like, right, we're going to get my networks together. I'm going to get someone come in to help you with your marketing. I'm going to get someone to come in and do this. Mm. You're going to put yourself out there. I want you to cold call. And (laughs) so she just gave her all of these avenues to make money and make connections and build business, like different income streams that she never would have thought possible before. And she was having conversations with completely random people and they loved her story. And they said, I want to help you. Here's something that I can gift or I can, um, I can help. And mm. it was just, it just really opened my eyes to hang on a second. I don't have to do everything on my own in yeah. the business or in life. And I just need to have conversations with people and talk about things that I'm dreaming about. And just who knows what's going to um, happen from that. So it's one of my favorite books. Um, and so I'll stop there because <laughs> I could go on forever about books. I'm a bit of a bookworm, but. Yeah, that's one of my favorites. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, I I'm the same. I love love reading books. So, it's I actually haven't haven't heard of that one, so I'll definitely check it out. Please do. And what's your favorite follow on social media or podcasts? What can't you get enough of? Sure. So, again, this one was a difficult one. I'll start with LinkedIn. Uh, I am not in their space whatsoever, but the girls from Willow and Blake who founded Willow and Blake, um, so Jessica Hatsis and Bree Johnson, I don't know them personally. I think mm. I'm just obsessed with their lifestyle. They always look so glamorous. They're mums. Um, they've built this brand from the ground up and then they have their own like branding arm as well. And I just, I remember listening to Bree talk on a masterclass or something once And just talking about how business can be so hard and I, but what they had to do in those hard moments Mm. to rally and build again, it was just really inspiring. So I started following them since, and I just, I just love their lifestyle and how glamorous they are and what they promote for females in business. So they are definitely one of my um, follow obsessions on LinkedIn. And then the other one is Melanie Perkins from Canvas. She's just incredible. Yeah. Um, fun fact, she was in my brother's year at school. Oh, so, wow. Yes, I had Greg in my year and my brother had Melanie in his year. So there is a connection. I just love the fact that she has fought tooth and nail to make Canva happen. And mm. after so many, so many no's, she's built this company. And it's just, yeah, it's just a testament to that willpower. Yeah. And 
facing those rejections and just going to you know what I still believe wholeheartedly in what I've got and I'm going to keep pushing this uh, pushing this so yeah they're my LinkedIn uh, binge follows <laughs> um Instagram I guess parlay from LinkedIn there's a guy in the states called Dan Coe K-O-E and he just talks really openly about the types of businesses that he has started and failed, but mm. all of the lessons that he's learned from each failure and yeah. he's built this business and he um, he writes and he just writes so beautifully. And every time I get his newsletter on Sunday morning, I get my coffee and I read mm-hmm. and I just love the way in which he tells stories. And he's not telling a message that's brand new and thought provoking. It's literally about you know, we wake up every morning, we doom scroll, we drink coffee, we sit in the car for an hour, we go to a job that we hate, we come home and blah, blah, blah. He's like, there is so much more to life than that. So it's not groundbreaking or anything, but I think it's just that repetition from him is really inspiring for me. Um, And then the other binge follow on Instagram is Jen Gottlieb. And she's also a public speaking coach, I guess, um, from America. And I love her message about be seen be seen mm-hmm. for all of you are like everyone's hiding and I'm going to get to this um, mm-hmm. in a couple of questions time. But yeah, she's definitely my binge follow on Instagram as well. Oh, such great recommendations. I have to yeah. go and check those out as well. My to-do list today. <laughs> and then finally, what gets you out of bed each day? What motivates you? Great. Coffee, mm-hmm. my dog. Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm near an ocean, that'll usually get me out mm-hmm. of bed immediately. Uh, definitely the thing moving to Melbourne after living in Perth, um, it was the thing that I missed the most. It's yeah. not an ocean here. It's water in a bay. It's not the same. <laughs> but it was, yeah, it's just when I was in Sydney last week, we just chatted about this before recording. I was down at Bondi every day. Yeah. I just, I need that ocean um, to get me started. But the big thing is just watching incredible women mm. struggle with things that I I just want to help them with. Mm-hmm. And that's showing up on camera or taking up space on stage and owning their power, owning their stories, even telling their story to begin mm. with is just what, yeah, that's what gets me out of bed every morning. Oh, I love that. And look, I guess that's a great way to to launch straight into my my questions for you today. I guess what what do you think holds people back? Why, you know, why do people clam up the second the camera comes their way? Yeah, I think the camera just it's it's like this microscope onto all the parts of us that we don't like. Hmm. Or you know, oh I I I don't I haven't got my hair done today or I don't have I've got wrinkles or I'm too old for this or I'm too old for TikTok. I'm not on TikTok, it's not for me. But if yeah. it is, sometimes there is that sort of hesitation to yeah. try something new because we think that we're past it, but we're absolutely not. But um I think beyond that surface layer mm-hmm. is that sometimes to be seen for who we really truly are in our most authentic state just is very scary and very overwhelming Mm. for people. We feel we're going to get judged. You know, what if I don't say the right thing or what if someone disagrees with me or what if I stuff up? Like we have all of these future fears about what's going to happen if we do put ourselves on camera that it stops us from even doing the thing in the first place. So there's a whole lot there, but it is definitely the biggest thing that comes up for my clients is just what are people going to think of me? Mm. 
Mm, I think, yeah, I hear a lot of that too. And and the, obviously the perfectionism, you know, what if I, what if I make a mistake? Or, and I, I think you're so right. They are future fears. They're, they're, they're in some ways catastrophizations, you know, they're the worst case scenario thinking as opposed to all the things that could be great about it. I think people sort of tend to spiral into that fear and then the worst case on that and the worst case on that and the worst case on that and then and then failure to launch, you know, failure to get started at all because what if, what if it goes wrong? I guess why is it so important, especially now, for people to show up confidently? To put it as plainly as possible, I think you're leaving money on the table if you don't. Mm. That for me is just the overarching theme. If I, there's, and unfortunately we're not unique in our industries. There are so Mm. many people doing what I'm doing. There's so many people what you're doing, social media managers, marketers, accountants, lawyers, you name it. There are so Mm. many in the space. It's very loud and it's very busy. However, if I am an audience or a client and I'm maybe shortlisting, say, three social media managers to want to work with and Mm. part with my hard-earned money and and it's really my business in their hands, Mm. essentially, I want to know who I'm working with. Yeah. And if I get to see more of your personality showing up on socials, educating me, entertaining me, showing a little bit about what wakes you up in the morning and like what you are interested in, then I'm going to want to spend my time and my money with you Mm. over the person who is just infographics and static posts on Instagram. I need to see the real you before I can make that decision. Uh, It's not a new concept, but people buy from the person, not from the brand or the company. Yeah. You know, so I want to see, people need to see more of you Mm. uh, in order to, I guess, trust you. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And do you think that that's increased since COVID as well and we kind of lost connection all around? I, I think so. We. I mean, not showing up on camera for me is like if someone was walking into your store mm-hmm. and you turned your back on them to talk to them or you put a bag over your head to make <laughs> it quite severe. <laughs> you know, like you would never not go up to a customer if they were in your store because they're there looking for help. They're there to buy something from you because they need to fix something or they want to improve some part of their life or their house or clothing or whatever that is. You would never turn your back on them and go, I think that one's a really great idea. Just pick that one and I'll meet you up at the counter. (laughs) No, you go and spend time with them and you go and ask them lots of questions. So when we don't do that on social media, it's almost the same thing. Like we really just, we aren't giving the customer service that a lot of other coaches or business owners are doing Therefore, it's it's very, very hard to say, well, you know, I'm sorry, but I know a lot about this person just from their Instagram and I want to go and spend more time with them and not you. So it is super important now to do it more than ever. I love that analogy. It's so true. I hadn't thought about it that way. But if you think about your social media profile almost as your, yeah, your shop front, it's true where if you're not in it, it's like your your shop is unmanned, or, or as you said, you know that you're you're not actually engaging in that conversation. You're 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 kind of cold shouldering that potential client or that you know potential customer. So I, I think that's a really unique perspective. That's really powerful. You know, it's so visual and kind of hits you to think, oh yeah, if I'm not the person on on my account engaging in that way, 
that that, that is a real lost opportunity in that traditional sense of, of building that connection. So what are your top tips? How can business owners, you know, bring their story to life on camera? You know, what would you recommend? First things first, don't go in blindly and just hope that something's going to stick. So there is an element of planning that goes into showing up on camera and having confidence to do that. So much like you have a marketing strategy or a social media strategy, I encourage you to do the same thing with creating videos or showing up on camera. So, you know, are you showing up to, with the intention to educate? Are you showing up with the intention to just, you know, share a little bit about yourself? Like what is the def- what is the intention behind each video and sort of work back from that? Mm. So if you go, okay, great. Well, I want to educate my audience about something to do with social media. So what is going to be the hook that gets them into watching it? Maybe is it my top three tips for writing an epic Instagram post. Okay, cool. I need to know how to do that. So I'm going to keep watching. Um, So so have an intention and have a hook to start off with. Three, keep it short. We are so prone to scrolling and, you know, we have to have our attention kept. So keep them short and you're Mm -hmm. more likely going to have someone watch from beginning to end if you're able to do that. Um. The fourth thing that I really want to suggest is to light yourself well. (laughs) There is nothing worse than seeing like the sun behind somebody's back or um, if they're in their office and then the sun's over there and it's all behind them. There is, there is such an, um, there is, we are attracted to things that are bright and shiny, right? Mm. (laughs) So if we are not that bright and shiny thing, then people are going to scroll past. So number one thing for me is to be well lit if you're going to do anything. Because if you're going to go to all the trouble to do a video in the first place, make sure that there are things that you can control and lighting and sound is definitely two of those things. So if you can do those well, you're already doing better than a lot of other people. So it's it's a really great tip. And then the last thing I would suggest is have fun. Mm. Please have fun with this because the moment I see someone going, Oh God, I've got to do a video because my social media managers told me I had to. And um, <laughs> okay, I'm just going to try something. I'm going to press record. And then I see their gallery and it's like 50 recordings of the same thing. And then they get frustrated and then they don't post anything. And then mm-hmm. it's this vicious cycle of, okay, well, I'm not going to do it today. I'll do it tomorrow. And then nothing ever gets posted. So have fun with it. Um, I would start calling your camera or your phone, your ideal client. Mm-hmm. Just this to me is not my phone anymore. It's someone who needs my services. She has a name. She has the problems that I know that she's experiencing every day. And I talk to her. I don't talk to my phone. I don't talk to myself and worry about how I'm looking. Just forget all of that and focus in on that one person because then we're authentic. Then we speak like we would speak to our clients if we're on a Zoom or if we were in our store. Um, and then we get over this vocal tone thing that's happening because we all sound American. So, yeah, <laughs> it's just that will help alleviate the pressure of being on camera to mm-hmm. I'm talking to an ideal client. She needs me today and this is what I'm going to share with her. I love that. I think that's really clever. I mean, I talk a lot about ideal client strategy and and pretty much not doing anything until you're super clear on who you're talking to because there's, you know, any digital marketing you're going to do if you don't understand who you're doing it for or who you're hoping to connect with, you know, you have no purpose to to be there. So I love that thought of 
yeah, setting up your your phone and 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 having that kind of framing because it does take some pressure off and makes it more of a conversation and and less of, uh, you know, I think some part of what is most. Um, overwhelming or confronting especially people you know in and my age and above we didn't grow up with phones so we're not so used you know we're not the selfie generation so I think it's that as well as looking at yourself and and seeing yourself and trying to perform for yourself and then thinking oh don't like how that looks or I don't like how I sound or all those other things and and I think that's great to kind of give yourself that context of of your phone being your ideal client and 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 really thinking about i guess it's audience isn't it yeah it's definitely the thing that i probably bang on the most about mm-hmm. with my clients is just who are you speaking to yeah. what do they need how do they need yeah just that big with your idea to watch a 90 second video or do i need to make this 30 seconds for her so really just always coming back to what my audience needs and they will appreciate that from you so much rather than trying to add everything in all in one go. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. They're such great tangible tips, I think, that people can take away. And then obviously, I think connecting with you and following along for your content where you're sharing more of this is going to help people as well. So where's the best place for people to connect with you, Jackie? Yeah. So, I mean, look, Instagram is definitely it because I'm able to do a lot more video there. Hmm. So actually being able to show you what to do when I say things, I myself. So the analogy that I give there is that if ever I'm doing reformer Pilates, and the instructor says, oh, we're going into this move and put your hands here and do this. I'll have no idea what's going on until I see the girl next to me getting into position. Uh-huh. And then I know exactly where I need to go. But so I do a lot of stuff on Instagram so I can visually show you what it is that I want you to do or change or try differently for next time. So yeah, if you can find me at Jackie Maloney Coaching, that would be the best place to go. Oh, fantastic. Well, thank you so much for your time today and for sharing all your knowledge as well. And I look forward to speaking to you again soon. Amazing. Thank you so much, Marianne. Have a beautiful day. Hey, thanks for listening to another episode. If you don't want to miss one, make sure you subscribe to the show in your podcast app. And if you love it, be sure to share it with friends and colleagues who you think could benefit from increasing their digital marketing confidence. Want more? Head to MarianneAmys.com to find out how you can work with me directly, to reach out to have me speak at your event, or to grab yourself some free resources.